Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever time it is that you inky savages are joining me for this week's episode of the Penboy Roy Pentertainment Podcast. This is episode number 102. And this is the moment, really, that all pen, pen enthusiasts fantasize about. The critical moment when digital technology fails and manual writing tools are the only option to get the job done. What pens, ink, and paper would you bring to a grueling three-day miserable exam that takes place in a black hole of misery? To help focus, I'll graduate from drinking Folgers to Kiss of Life Coffee from my buddy BRL Coffee Company. Anyway, have a happy new year and amazeballs 2020, you inky savages. Now let me talk about my sponsors. If you'd like to shop for a new pen or try to get Tom fired, head over to our retail sponsor, Goldspot, at goldspot.com, and be sure to use coupon code ROY to get an additional 10% off throughout the Goldspot Pens store. There are some brands, I keep saying blands, I guess because the brands that get excluded are bland. I'm just kidding. There are some brands that are excluded. Also, be sure to put hashtag FireTom in the order comments, and you might get a special Pentertainment Podcast sticker with your order. Might. We're just might nonsense. Tom, what is he writing here? You will. You will get a special Pentertainment Podcast sticker with your order. And don't forget about our other sponsors, our partners, Luxury Brands of America. They are distributors for Platinum, Noodlers, Nebula, Colorverse, Joya, Waldman, and I think that's pretty much it. I think I covered it all, but they are sponsors of this podcast. They consistently send me products to look at and enjoy, and this week they don't actually have anything for me to read, so I'm going to talk about the, the pen that I've been using to write checks and fill out my fish log. My fish log is for my fish keeping hobby that I'm also, if you're if you're aware or not, I don't know if you're aware or not, but I am big into fish keeping, so I use the Waldman Manager. The whole thing is made of sterling silver. It's a piston filling mechanism, and it has, on this particular one, it has a 14 karat gold nib. I'm not actually sure what the MSRP is, but this pen is really cool. It's all 92.5 sterling silver, which means it turns brown after a couple of weeks, and then you gotta polish it to make it look shiny and nice. But it's a sterling silver pen, and from what Tom tells me, the amount of silver that goes into this and the cost ratio is spanking for you guys. So be sure to check this out. Also available at goldspot.com. Be sure to use coupon code Roy. Anyway, help make Tom have room in his house. Help me help Tom. Help Tom make room for our 39-gallon fish tank by purchasing these Penboy Roy t-shirts from his home office. I stuffed his office with my swag. And he's selling it through the Ink Journal website. You can check out the description in the show notes. Anyway, before I get started with this week's episode, oh wait, you know what? Don't forget about the giveaway on Instagram. Favorite quote from the Pentertainment Podcast. Any episode, take a picture of it, upload it onto Instagram, and hashtag Pentertainment100, Pentertainment100, to help celebrate the Penboy Roy Pentertainment 100th Centennial episode, and score yourself a $100 gift card, as well as a platinum Procyon fountain pen color of your choosing, a bottle of Colorverse ink color of your choosing, and a Nebula note of your choosing, color and design. Anyway, before I get started with this week's episode of the podcast, this podcast is not scripted and therefore will contain potty mouth words, both from Tom and I. So be forewarned, you have been warned. Now, on to the podcast. The Pet Boy Roy Entertainment Podcast. Podcast. 
What is going on in the world of the pen boy Roy? So I have a great story to tell you. Okay. Do and, you? Yeah. I, and I'm not sure if I got permission from my friend to tell the story, but I'm pretty sure oh, she no. said it was okay. So, I mean, so I have a friend that I was hanging out with the other day and she's super duper smart to the point of like, if she decides to like get married, whoever it is she's marries is going to be dumber than her by virtue of how smart she is. So he is doomed to a lifetime of never winning arguments ever for the rest of his life. That's how smart she is. Right. She went to Stanford. Well, I think a lot of, a lot of married couples might say that, you know, right. But that they're doomed to never winning an argument. But that I, I is, see that. but the reason why they're doomed to never win an argument is just because they don't want to get in trouble not because they're actually always wrong every single time for the rest of their lives. So this is what... They are actually going to get outdebated and rhetorically shut down. Right. With, like, facts and information that is verified and stuff like that. So, anyway, she's really smart and stuff like that. And I recently gave her a fountain pen. I gave her a Platinum 3776 Nice. Right? Is that what it's called? Nice? The pink or it's one. Nice, because it's okay. after the place in France. Okay. The, the beaches, I think. Yeah. Right. So it's a pinkish lavender color, yeah. right? And that's the first fountain pen she's ever owned, I think. So I think it's a nice one for a starter fountain pen, right? This is what you yes. get when you're FOPBR, friends of PBR. <laughs> I tried to steal that from Spider Man. Far from home. When we're like, remember, you're, you're, you're FOS, friends of Spider Man. Anyway. <laughs> but anyway, so I gave Full her this. Full of pen. shit, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I gave her this pen. And then later on in the night, she was telling me a story about how she had to take the bar exam. So she's, you know, she passed the bar. She's a lawyer. And she passed the bar. In California, back when the bar exam in California was more than two days. So from what I understand, everywhere else, it's a two-day long, grueling, fuck your brain, fuck your sensibilities, just cactus up the ass, grueling test. In California, it's even harder because it's three long days, right? So she was telling this horrific story, horrific story, where had she been a fountain pen enthusiast at the time, story, horrific story, mitigated Plain and simple. Okay, so listen to the story. You ready? Okay. You don't have to use real names to protect the identity, so. I mean, you know, she's kind of a public figure slash famous anyway, but I don't want to associate her with the profanity of this podcast (laughs) anyway, just because she... Oh, God forbid. She actually has a legitimate reputation, so that's why I'm not going to (laughs) mention names. But we'll make up a name. Wow, okay. We'll make up a name. We'll call her... We're not going to use real letters. We're going to make an anagram out of her name. We're going to call her something simple. Let's go with Phoenix, a.k.a. Phoenix. Jean okay. Grey from the X-Men. Because you know, Jean Grey had like the mind power where she could okay. just like use her brain. and. We're talking Dark Phoenix rising from the ashes. Dark Phoenix would be cool because... 
Yeah, but she was kind of bad, Dark Phoenix, right? Mm-hmm. Right, but yeah, my friend's not bad. She's very good. So we'll have to just call her Jean Grey. Okay. Right, because she's really smart and she controls people with her brain, right? <laughs> okay, Jean, so Jean, Jean, Grey Jean Grey takes the bar exam so in she, California. Right, so Jean Grey. this up the ass, everything. So right. what the, so what's the tie-in with Fountain Pen? So, so the bar exam is really, really, really fucking long, and it's really hard. So <clears throat> she was saying that everybody takes the bar exam on the computer, and she was told while studying for this bar exam, because I think this is like a very difficult test to study for. You got to study for at least three days or four days for it, right? No, I'm just kidding. It's a, it's longer than that. It's You got to study. You got to cram at least an hour before going to bed <laughs> that night. <laughs> no, so apparently it's like getting ready for a fight. You got to get ready for it like six months in advance, three months in advance. Mm-hmm. You got to train for this test. You got to do everything you can to know everything that you possibly can for this stupid test, right? So she does everything right. She does everything she can. She nerds out. She studies. And she's told the whole time, just learn to do the exam on the computer and also learn to handwrite it in case something goes wrong with your computer. So she was like, she was like, I'm just going to study on the computer and do it all on the computer because nothing's going to happen to my computer. Now, apparently. Oh, what could possibly happen? Right. So she had a Mac, you know, an Apple computer. And the test is given on Windows. So a buddy of hers had partitioned or made up some way to partition the hard drive so that you can run Windows on the Mac. Yeah. And she'd been doing it on Windows on the Mac. So when she went to take the test, this like 50 gazillion hour test where you're in the seventh circle of hell in a black hole in outer space, right? Because that's how much it sucks to take this test. Her computer didn't work. So... She was having like a massive panic attack. So she now, having not practiced handwriting the exam, now has to handwrite the exam, which is fine if she had practiced handwriting the exam, which she didn't do. Now, the reason why it's harder to take the exam in her scenario, handwritten versus the computer, is with the computer, you can copy and paste, you can cut stuff, you can move sentences around and stuff like that. She is now sitting here for the first time writing out the exam, having not practiced the exam writing. And halfway through this bazillion hour fucking test, she her hand is getting so tired. She's cramping up. She can't even write in the straight line anymore. She was like... Fingers are starting to ache. Yeah, They're locking just, up. Just They're the just... worst possible scenario that could happen to her, happened to her. And Some carpal tunnel, perhaps a nail breaking, right? You know, I don't know, callus developing overnight, yeah, that sort of thing. She like by the end, like she had been so exhausted and tired, like her her forearm was like fucking Popeye forearm. By the time the break <laughs> came around, and then There's like veins popping out, yeah, yeah, it's like super soldier serum forearm over there. So she was writing with it and. At the break, she said she just busted out into tears, but she's a very strong individual, so she just, like, gathered herself, and she's like, all right. She was just so devastated by how blindsided she was and how hard this situation was for her. And the whole time I'm thinking to myself, and it's easy to think like this because this is after the fact. She passed the bar exam. She passed all three days, and, you know, she's a lawyer and stuff like that. So it's easy for me to laugh at her now. 
God, I hope she's not listening. I'm not laughing at you, Jean Grey. I'm laughing with you. And if you're not laughing, then yeah, I'm laughing at you. So anyway, I was thinking the whole time while she's telling the story is, <clears throat> had she been a fountain pen enthusiast, then her hand wouldn't have cramped up because she would have wrote with fountain pens. And then she would have actually enjoyed the test more because she's writing with fountain pens. And since yeah. fountain pens write with the weight of the pen itself, you don't have to put any pressure. I should probably tell her that before she starts writing with the platinum 3776 fine nib that's 14 karat gold. I'm yeah. sure she'll figure that, out. That, she's, that nib's going to get splayed. Yeah. I'll just have to replace it for her, whatever. But anyway, had she been using a fountain pen, she could have kept going for days and days handwriting this test without cramping up or anything like that, right? It wouldn't have been yeah. so traumatic. I would have felt like if I were in that situation and the digital tech just went down, like let's say everybody's computer, like Wi-Fi gets kicked out or, you know, we have to do it by candlelight because the electric in the entire building is gone. I would have been like, I was made for this. Right. This is is my time to shine and stand above my competitors. Let me tell you right now, if I had to take that test right fucking now, I'd be the most, other than the fact that I don't know anything about law or fucking taking the bar exam and i have attention span for about three minutes before i'm just going to start drawing mickey mouse pictures all over the test paper i would be the Mm. most equipped stationary wise (laughs) for this exam zero like if i don't know what they score the bar on but let's just say it's zero to 100 i might score on a good day i might score about a two on this exam (laughs) but it'll be done in a beautiful green ink with red sheen, and it'll be done in the most calligraphic flair you can think of. Motherfuckers will be looking at this bar exam being, wow, this shit looks like the Constitution, son. I think just like how they give you like 400 points for just putting your name on the SAT, I think the two on the bar exam is just for entering in your name properly. Right. No, I mean, I might get a three. They might throw me one for handwriting. You know what I'm saying? For for style point. Yeah. Right. Right, but no, but the great thing about that story is that one, Jean Grey, if you're listening, your name we know your name's not really Jean Grey, but I'm just saying that if you're listening, what a great story of intestinal fortitude where someone can be completely and totally disrupted in their rhythm and everything that they prepared and bounce back, even though this poor soul had to do a three-day-long test writing with a ballpoint pen. Oh, yeah. that's and you like, don't even know too, like your assortment of ballpoints, whatever it is that you had on you, you don't know at any point that they could just all of a sudden just decide to crap out on you. And then that's it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And ballpoint pens, we all know people just use them as crack pipes when they're no longer good. So <laughs> if you're using ballpoint pens, you're contributing to the crack epidemic. If there is one going on and there is, cause there's a lot of crackheads out there, but my thing I is, think they're also used as uh, as fidgets or teethers or back scratchers or sometimes prank, like to slide it between the, your classmate who's sitting in front of you, slide it down their their butt cheeks if they you know expose the crack to you. They could also use it for that. Yeah, that's what it's good for. Absolutely. Yeah. Drop. We were at C- me and my wife were at CVS the other day, and we we just walked down this aisle, and there's this like dude in front of us. And he's bending over to pick something up, and it's just like plumber's crack. Oh my god, there was so much ass crack. Full moon, right? If the moon I was out today, I just wish I had. Like, if I if I could have gotten away with it, I don't care if I had on me a three hundred dollar Waldman. I would have just dropped that shit right in his ass and be like, "That's what you get." 
That's what you get on congratulations. You got yourself a brand new pen in your ass. <laughs> that is probably the most interesting. What did you way- just do? I just slid an extra Vienna <laughs> down your butt cheeks. Yeah. You just got yourself a $2,500 pen in your ass. That's got to be the weirdest way to gift someone a fountain pen in the planet by dropping it in their ass cheeks, right? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I thought that was a very interesting story. She she obviously passed and she did very well because she's smart and stuff like that. But man, I could see how it would be easy to just be like, fuck this. I'm, I'm fucked. I'm screwed. It is what it is. I have to use a ballpoint pen for the next eight hours. No, it's not happening. I guess I yeah. just won't. That that would be me, right? I just I guess I'm not being yeah. a lawyer now because I'm not doing this ballpoint pen shit for the next eight hours on this cheap copy paper. It's not happening. I kind of look forward to. I mean, we've had some issues with like Wi-Fi at the office, and you know sometimes let's say it goes out for 15, 20 minutes, or even like an hour or something like that. I look forward to when stuff like that happens because I'm like, oh. I could just focus in on is I have my journal out on my desk and I'm like, oh, I could work on planning. I could come up with uh, some ideas for new topics of blog posts, videos. I I could really do some pen and paper stuff right now. And I'm always I'm always eager to jump into that. So if you give me any excuse, you're like, oh, sorry, Tom, like we're updating the network. We do we're you know, we got the internets down or something like that. I'm like, sweet, I could dive into my notebook or i could start writing stuff you know right sorry. it's always a fun opportunity sorry tom your internet shut down because your computer's stacked viruses because somebody was on pornhub instead of <laughs> instead of pen you know i they got me they got me good someone's like oh you're into pens go to penisland.com. <laughs> they got me <laughs> i'm like pen island all right nah, they got me that's a true story too it didn't happen recently but i've been had I've hey, been hey, Roy, I'd like for you to join the Pen15 Club. <laughs> Pen15? No, it's not It's not registering. No, I'm saying that's another thing. If somebody tells you, oh, Pen15, because if you look at it, oh. five, it looks like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pen15 Club. I'm just too eager to jump at opportunities to have fountain pen <laughs> you're like, You're like, oh, wait, wait a second. You've been holding back from me? There's an actual <laughs> club right, that dude, I could be could joining? Not, how could you not tell me, dick? <laughs> that's so wrong of you i haven't picked up my nintendo switch in, a, in some time mm-hmm. and the only reason i did recently is because i'm so disappointed in halo infinite so i got okay. halo infinite and i'm playing it on xbox xbox series s because i couldn't get the xbox series x so the series s is good enough as far as i'm concerned but what really is upsetting to me about the Halo Infinite game, it's literally supposed to be part six. And what upsets me is Halo was always the game that was like a roller coaster ride, but it was a guided, story-driven game where mm-hmm. it, it takes you, it's like you're on the ride. You control the ride in the fact that, you know, you play the game, but right. it's kind of linear in in you go from point A to B to C to D and it guides you through it and it's sto- very heavily story driven. But this game now is open world. You know what I mean by open world? Yeah, kind of like uh let's say a Final Fantasy more no, like No, no, even open... though Final Fantasy was more st- story driven, but like yeah. maybe like uh 
like uh, I don't know if you played like the MMORPG, like a like a Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic or something. That that sort something of something like that. More of the more in line of G- World of Warcraft, GTA, Grand Theft Auto, in that like. Okay, right. Okay, yeah, something the, like the that. World, right. It's just a huge map, and you go wherever you want. It you make the decisions, but every fucking game made by every company and their mother is now an open world game. And I was looking forward to Halo because it's not an open world game. One of the reasons I like The Last of Us 2 and The Last of Us 1 is it's not an open world game. Uncharted, yeah. not an open world game. And they, It follows a compelling narrative. Yeah, and now this one, Halo Infinite, is after the first couple of levels, it's open world. So I'm like, fuck, man, I'm so upset. So I want to play something. So everything I can think of that I have is open world, except for mm-hmm. Paper Mario donkey kong country (laughs) paper mario (laughs) so i'm just playing paper mario origami king i never finished it i'm gonna finish all my switch games because i there are so many switch games that i have that i just never finished and one of them is luigi's mansion which is good Mm. i'm i'm just you know i just wish there were everybody's just jumping on this open world bandwagon because gta did it and i'm so frustrated with it so i got i'm playing my switch and i'm playing i was playing splatoon 2 online that's a fun one it is fun but i don't know what happened to my save file my save file is gone and because of that i was like level 60 something no stop and you have to start over yeah i'm back to like level one or two it doesn't matter it must be on it must be on some because like you have the the sd cards the micro sd cards yeah but it should save to the cloud so no matter who you are no it doesn't it doesn't though i don't think it does like I sometimes with the data for the game, you have to save it on like on a physical drive, like either wow. on the Switch itself or on a. Yeah, on no, a, but uh, that's the thing. You know. though, like on on PlayStation or Xbox, if you're playing Call of Duty and you're level forty, and then you lose the system and you get a new one and you log back in, you just log. Yeah, back you're in, yeah. you're still level forty, but this one I'm like level two again. It doesn't matter. I, I I'll play it about back up. Maybe. You'll still, you'll still whoop all those ten-year-olds. Are you kidding you know. me, dude? I was out there playing earlier today, getting butt raped, getting <laughs> just abused. By you were like, getting splatted on. Yeah, like, they, they were just, they were just skeeting paint all over you, and you were just taking it. I was, I was getting <laughs> destroyed by. So my tag name, as you know, is Penboy Roy on the Switch Online and in Splatoon. Makes sense. Yeah, but yeah. there was other guys named Jack Boy. John Boy, there were some other names, and I'm like, they think they're the original. No, fuck these guys. I'm gonna yeah. show them. They just splatted me all for an whole hour long. Yeah. I I didn't I didn't rage quit though. Totally didn't rage quit. But you know that game is supposed to be ink splats, right? Everything is yes. you cover the surface with ink. That looks more like paint to me. Yeah, well, I mean, they they do have like a paint roller. There's like the, yeah. the the splatter cannons and the stuff like that. So, but like you could easily say it's ink too. Yeah, it's like like thick. It could be. They should call it like calligraphy ink. Or no, something. they should call it like spoiled Monteverde ink or like <laughs> or like private reserve. Right, just like or call- a private reserve goo bomb. <laughs> <laughs> or you could do Noodler's base state blue. Mixed with something else. This is what happens. It turns into this thick stuff that squids swim through and shoot, splat other people with. Great game, though. Mm-hmm. And I see your kids. Oh, it is, yeah. I see your kids. You're, I only have one friend online, and it's Tom Otto. Thomas William yeah, Otto. Yeah, that's my son. Anytime he's on, he's he's always playing on his Switch. So Yeah. He likes playing that game Castle Crashers, and he likes playing... Um, 
Rocket League. It's the one where you play soccer with cars, basically. Yeah, yeah, that's a ter- that, I hate that game. It combines two of his beloved interests, which is soccer and cars. So it's cars playing soccer. It's like, how could you not get any more of a perfect combination for him? Right, I guess. But it's really hard to play that game, right? Yeah, there's apparently there's he watches YouTube videos of people who are professionals. And mm. I say that with air quotes that play this game like legit and just have like every single move down. I'm like, I'm like flying around. If I ever play with him, I'm like missing the ball entirely. I'm just like, just, just zooming around trying to not screw up. And mm. I, I'm just, I'm bad at it. I'm not as good as like, Oh shit. You caught me off people. guard. So I sat down not being prepared. I wanted to show you something. You'll be really proud of me. What I'm going to show you. Oh, really? You're, yeah. You're going to be proud of me. So stand by, stand by one second. Are you actually wearing pants? Yeah. Yes, you are wearing pants. Look yeah. at that. I'm proud of you already. You're wearing pants, <laughs> and you're not. You're, you don't have your uh, your sling on anymore either. So I just yeah, noticed that. I'm not supposed to take it off, but oh boy, I'm not supposed to take it off. But I'm feeling strong, to be honest. You know, um, feeling strong, feeling strong, feeling mighty. <laughs> <laughs> what was it the other day? Someone was saying like, "Is it?" I was. You know that TikTok video? I don't know why it made me think of this. Where the guy is like, Jack, so dude, Jack dude is like, yeah, I just, I'm here to dispel the, the rumor that steroids cause rage. And then you just start getting pissed off at something that happens in the background. It's like, <laughs> ah, look at this. This is a coffee from Indonesia. Okay. It's single origin, earth, spice, nice. dark coca. It's dark. I mean, there's a, there's a thing at the bottom that says dark. Okay. It says dark. Okay. There's this one here, channel from Guatemala. This one is medium, right? It smells so good. I'm. It's so sad that you can't smell it right now. Oh, nice. Yeah, this one is Kiss of Life from Ethiopia. This okay. one. Okay, I actually a- had a Ethiopia blend uh, just this evening from uh, espresso. Right. Of the Ethiopia pod, I was having right. that or capsule they call it. Okay. We're talking about me here, okay? Yeah, I know we're talking about you. <laughs> this one's another medium one called Love Sick from Brazil. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Espresso. Espresso. So, no, but Espresso. so this company is called BRL, Bean Rhymes and Life Coffee Company. And these can be purchased at brlcoffeeco.com. So, brlcoffeeco.com. Cool. Yeah. And this one I'm actually going to mention is my buddy Neil. He is the owner of the coffee company, and he sent me these coffees. Now, here's the thing that I thought that you would appreciate that came with the coffees because you're just we're just both dorks like this. Okay. All right. I can only use one arm because my other arm, even though I'm not wearing the sling, I'm not going to use it. <laughs> Look what he sent with it. There's a magnet. Oh, sweet. A sticker. Some swag. Another sticker that it looks exactly the same as the sticker I just showed you. <laughs> Which it is. Yeah, this sticker here. You see that? You like that? that? Thank you. With the eyeballs. Yeah. The, yeah. That, looks, that looks freaky like a Ren and Stimpy yeah. illustration. Yeah, eyes are bugged out because of the caffeine, right? <laughs> and here's another BRL Coffee Co. sticker. Cool. And here's... Are they from... Uh, I, I caught the... the the uh, location just briefly was it said uh, New York, right? Yeah, so it's in East Village, New York. 
Yeah. So this is what he does for a living. So please buy coffee at my buddy Neil's company at brlcoffeeco.com. Can I see the uh, the the holographic sticker again? Oh, like I the one that was the coffee mug. I didn't see that like all the way. Yeah, so this one's a little weird one. It's kind of cute. Cool. So it's a holographic coffee mug with eyes and legs, and he has a straw going into the top of the mug, which is his head, and he's sucking coffee out of his own head. So it's getting caffeinated off of its own like contents. So right. That does that does like kind of is a little trippy, especially right. since it's like holographic too. Right, and it's a little trippy. So he's giving himself technically, he's literally giving himself head in the sticker. Okay, you could, we could look <laughs> at it that way. I guess another way of looking at this would be, and he's so happy about it too. But my my question about this sticker is, if he's drinking out of his own mug, he is the mug and he's drinking out of the mug, then wouldn't it just go right back into the mug? Right, look well, at Well, I it. would think that there would be no, like like what kind of digestive system would a mug have like that it could actually benefit from drinking its own contents of coffee? Oh, that's... that's, a- that's yeah, so you were thinking a little too much on this. Right. Like we're just not, yeah. we're just not appreciating the irony of it. Yeah. We're taking it I very think seriously. I do love the sticker though, but he also sent this card. It does, it looks cool. Grinding. So there's they so they sell whole beans where doing it your damn self. That's what it actually says, right? It says do it your damn self. Do it your damn nice. self. <laughs> then it says coarse French pe- press cold brew. So I guess the a coarse bean you use for cold brew. No, it's like it's the grind settings. Oh, so yeah. So like those those are all those are all the different grind settings you could have. Yeah, like you could. Yeah. So there's auto drip, which is like the most common. Yeah, then drip. The other ones coffee, you use for yeah. others. Then there's uses. pod grounds for pod adapters and espresso. Wait, yeah. espresso is a different grind? Yeah. Oh, I did not know it's that. It's a fine – it's a – I think that's like the finest setting you could go to because it needs to be like tamped down. Mm-hmm. And then that way the the coffee is so con- concentrated that the, the, the water that's going through it has to seep through like a high density of, of coffee grounds. Right. So check this out. I texted him. So I want to just read the text. I was like, I said, hey, man, thank you for the coffee. I got it in the mail. He's like, of course, man. Please let me know which one slash ones you like and which ones you hate. Please try it black first. Kiss of Lisi. Kiss of Lisa. Did I have that one? Kiss have of, you told oh, your friend? Kiss of life. Hold on. I'll get to that. I know where you're going. But he, he said kiss okay. of life is the strongest, right, because it's the blondest and you know, as you told me, the blonder it is, the stronger it is because it doesn't overcook the caffeine. He said, Kiss of Life is the strongest, and they are super easy to drink. I've never actually drank coffee and was like, oh, I can't drink it. This is too hard. I don't know what he means by that. I guess he means it tastes good, okay. right? Right? Like, the okay, effort yeah. is too much on this guy. So I wrote, yeah. okay, cool. I only drink black. I said, my co-host is a huge coffee guy. Buys actual beans and grinds them himself before he drinks it. <laughs> he always gives me shit, and I had to lie a little bit here. He always gives me shit for drinking Folgers, lol. So I didn't <laughs> I didn't mention the bowl and basket. I feel like it would be too insulting to this guy's intelligence. So I just said I don't Folgers. Know, I feel like Folgers might even be worse than bowl and basket. I don't think so, really. I mean, I bet you they're the same. It's probably all the same. Well, Sanka would definitely be like. That would be a step in the wrong direction if you were to drop name drop a Sanka. Sanka like, is bad. Oh God, no! It's just like that's the stuff that your that your grandparents would drink so they stay regular. 
You know, it's like that's, <laughs> and you just all you do is you drop a. It's an instant coffee, so you just drop a few spoonfuls of it in some hot water and stir it around. It's yeah, stuff. So yeah. he responds to my Folgers drinking, and he wrote, "Roy, you need to treat yourself better. Folgers, care about your body more, Roy." <laughs> <laughs> You'd like this guy if you met him. Yeah, so, I mean, coffee enthusiasts. I yeah, could certainly dude, vibe with somebody who's into coffee. I don't. He's more than a coffee enthusiast. He is like he's fucking Mister Coffee, right? It's like B R L. Hold on, typing one handed. He he's like he owns a coffee company, right? Yeah, you yeah. got to know your stuff. Yeah, so I actually, I'm, I first time I'm looking at the website is right now. They got some pretty cool <laughs> cups. It's a dog eat world. Don't get bit. B- the bra mug, fifteen ounce, available now. I gotta get me one of these m- mugs. And he has hoodies. He has hoodies, and I'm pretty sure that his hoodies sell way better than our shirts, right? <laughs> he has a sup mug. Music inspired. So he's a musician. He loves music. So he he's everything is music inspired apparently. So he also has. BRL t-shirts I mean he, obviously listen they're not sponsors but he's a friend so I'm gonna shamelessly plug his company and look at they sell a lot of they sell a lot of coffee look at that oh it's and, and then I wait so I think it's a subscription like you can you have to subscribe uh, this is probably an option for subscribing like there's a lot of the other a lot of the yeah you probably could order singly oh, yeah. or you could get a subscription yeah yeah so you can you can do, you know, what? Look, they got stickers too. It's like stickers is the way to be, man. Like, oh, stickers are 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 so cool. You know, especially if it's a, I, I like stickers in the idea that like it's something extra that you get with an order already because yeah. then that allows you to like express your you know your enthusiasm over the particular brand that you just like you know you just bought something from mm-hmm. and then like and then like collect all the various and then just i i just yeah i love putting them all over my my notebook of course the most recent one i did was actually huckberry i bought from them oh recently yeah because i was looking for something bougie for my for my brother for christmas and they ended up sending a sticker i'm like you ain't getting the sticker i'm getting the sticker dude this guy neil so my friend neil who owns this, this coffee company he's actually fucking hilarious we should have him on the show it, it, cool. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be hard to tie in anything about him with fountain pens, you know. But well, there's the there's there's my there's my love of uh, I, you could obviously see from some of the releases that are introduced with Gold Spot that I've infused my love of coffee into some of the the you know the the ideas or the concepts like the primary macchiato being one of them, the narwhal mm-hmm. nautilus pen. Uh, then the the retro uh, coffee pen that we had. You so know, it was like, I think I need to send him one of those retro coffee pens. I think. Do yeah, we gotta. We, we yeah, we'll we'll do something like that, and then uh, and then have have him on, and we can talk about. Yeah, you know, I think he would really love. I it. think he would really love the coffee pen. Yeah, dude. I mean, there's so many. Like, I feel like the the specialty market for coffees Mm -hmm. has grown so much and you would think that it wouldn't because you'd have the major players like dunkin donuts and starbucks and uh i mean like so many diners and stuff like that and then also at the same time you have the the keurig k-cups and you have nespresso and it's like but you still have so many different independent 
like coffee houses like like your friends like coffee company and then like rook which is i i usually would have like a rook something of rooks on me because i love their their coffee and uh, and they have one that's down the street from me too but mm-hmm. these are independently like family owned or just small businesses that ha- are that survive as a coffee company in the face of all of the the established coffee industry that is just so prevalent around everywhere you know well, that's so it's because, like, it just astounds me yeah but that's because people know that first of all I, this is coming from a devout folgers slash bowl and basket coffee drinker <laughs> dunkin donuts tastes like watered down puddles man well, Dunkin' Donuts is like if you want to gamble, you could go to Dunkin' Donuts. Mm-hmm. If you want to like have a good possibility of your iced coffee basically tasting like coffee flavored ice water, then you go to Dunkin' Donuts. It's not even but... coffee flavored ice water. It's it's maybe this water tastes like coffee. Right? <laughs> maybe it tastes like coffee. Maybe it tastes mostly like milk. I definitely taste the ice. I yeah. taste the dirty ice. You know what it tastes like? It's like if you <laughs> if you leave like if you finish drinking a coffee mug out of a coffee mug and then don't wash it for like a week and then fill it with ice water. That's what <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts coffee tastes like. I'm glad I'm glad we could agree on that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, is the Gold Spot coffee pen is that limited? That's not limited, right? Well, that is going to actually go. Uh, that's going to be sold down to exhaustion this this coming year because there's going to be a new design. So, yeah, you know, Surprise! I know you don't think I am a coffee connoisseur, but I do rely and need coffee. <laughs> I do rely on and need coffee very much. Okay, so as much as you don't think I'm a coffee connoisseur, which I listen, I'm not. Not like you are, right? Like you actually, I'm like, hey, how is this $10 grinder, bean grinder good? You're like, no, get the one with the ceramic blades that speak to you in the middle of the night. I'm like, what, 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 why? What, what does the difference with it? Because metal heats up the bean. I'm like, how much heat could this come? He's like, it's enough. To... I'm like, I mean, Jesus, like, I get it. You're a coffee connoisseur and you know what you're talking about. So now in order for me to get a coffee grinder, I have to get one with ceramic blades so it doesn't heat up and fucking cause a nuclear destruction did you get uh did you get a uh uh did you get all of those bags of coffee as whole bean or did you get them ground already um no they're ground because he had asked me do you have a grinder i actually have a couple of bags of whole beans in my cabinet but i don't actually have a grinder and it's like it's kind of like when I was like, hey, what kind of grinder should I get? You kind of scared me out of buying any grinder ever for the rest of my life with all the details. It's kind of like, hey, what kind no, of what it, kind of fountain pen should I get? All right, well, that you know, you bombard them with all like, these what questions. Kind of, what kind of how, – how could I best take care of my fish? What kind of fish setups should I put together? Yeah. yeah it's like that. <laughs> I'll just dump all this information on you and overwhelm. So that's what I'm th- saying. Like I think it's – so nowadays when I give people a fountain pen and they never used a fountain pen before – I think the best thing to do is just give it to them. And for me, this might be different for you. Give it to them and then just keep my mouth shut until they ask you questions. Right? Because okay. for me, if I give you a fountain pen, you never use a fountain pen before. And I'm like, all right, so listen, you can either go with the converter or the cartridge. But if you go with the cartridge, you're going to have to pump, push it through. And then you're going to have to let the feed saturate by holding the pen upside down and waiting a few minutes. Or you can actually use a converter, dip it into ink, draw it up. And all this explanation is just for a pen. They, they're going to be like, whoa, whoa, what, what, what do I have to do all this for? Right? Yeah. So now what I do is if I give them a pen, I give them a pen and then I wait. 
if they have any questions, then they ask me, then I'll be more than happy to help them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I had my friend, uh, uh, my, my, our, our family friend we were just talking about before we started with the podcast, he actually came to the office to, uh, grab a couple pens for his, uh, for his mom for Christmas. Okay. And it was funny because one of them was a fountain pen. Mm-hmm. They were both retro 51s. They were, one of them was the, the Lincoln, the copper, right. uh, fountain pen. And then the other one was the dog rescue. So for the fountain pen, I mean, he, he already knows that his, his mom, like has Mont Blanc and, and some other pens that, you know, and has used fountain pens before. Mm-hmm. But I was like, well, if you ever need any help, you just go to the YouTube channel and you can see my face there. And I will tell you all of the things that you need to do, like through the tutorials and stuff yeah. like that, the quick tips, I will tell you all that you need to do to get that going. So I'll yeah. just be like, I would probably just do that. It's just like whatever, you know, say give it to a new person, be like, Hey, there's a video. I got my channel. You go watch it. I will tell you all the things you need to know if you need to know anything. Yeah. So to my friend, Jean Gray, I actually sent her two links. One was how to fill a fountain pen, filling systems explained. That was your that was your video. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then I sent her how to get started with your first fountain pens. Which was the two and, that a, was the, two and a half pens. The two and a half pens. Yeah. yeah. So I sent her both of those videos. And she said she would watch them, but I, you know, we I FaceTimed her and showed her how to like she would have figured it out herself and stuff like that. I'm sure, but just, yeah, I mean, Jean Grey, yeah, yeah, will figure out anything. But so. you know, I was she could have figured it out without even touching them. Just like wait, could Jean Grey yeah. move stuff without touching it? No, she couldn't, right? No, I thought she could. No, she can't move. I shit. thought she could. Telekinetic. Telekinesis. No, she was just mind I... control. Right? Oh yeah, you're right. She could. She could freeze everybody and yeah. turn them into dust too. She, you know what the thing is though? It's crazy. If she was involved in the Infinity Saga, she would have fucking smoked Thanos like in two seconds. Yeah. yeah. Some some superheroes they just get like you. They get into these storylines where they just become like way OP, and it's yeah. just like yeah, it's just like it's just like they. And then if you compare them against any other like a Thanos or something like that, it's like no. When Jean Grey is a Phoenix man, she was just like just rule over everybody she was an unstoppable force it's like well what if you throw her up against thanos it's like i don't know it's, we gotta we gotta find these things out they mm-hmm. gotta collaborate and do these amalgam you know like they used to do the amalgam comic series yeah. or just like put them both together and we gotta we gotta find the answers to these questions i remember when they did an amalgam comics they did the i think we talked about it the the marvel universe versus the dc universe yeah yeah that was a good one yeah, but they gotta they gotta refresh that stuff every once in a while. Just like they do, like they reboot the series all the time, and they have no whoa, origin whoa. stories. What are you talking things? about? Reboot the Spider Man was rebooted like a thousand times, and that was just because of yeah. licensing issues, not because they needed. But to they always it. they they like superhero like just like with the with wrestling, like the superheroes die, they change sides, they become good, they become bad, they 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 like they get born and reborn and die like a billion different times and it's just like it's just like they get stretched all to all sorts of imaginative lengths so yeah. it's like sure why not let's just throw them all together in a big battle royale and see who wins did you know that did you watch all the infinity wars and all that stuff did you watch black widow i yeah uh, I didn't watch Black Widow. Oh, no. okay. Well, anyway, I watched both Infinity. You Wars, know that though. she has a modified, modified version of the Super Soldier Serum. That's why she is. That's why Black Widow has those abilities. 
I could have sworn it was just because she's Scarlett Johansson. Right. That no, no, she no. has those abilities. No, no, no. She's smoking hot because she's Scarlett Johansson, right? <laughs> so, so Black Widow is hot because she's Scarlett Johansson. But she has, like, superhuman powers. Like, look at the Avengers. Remember, she's like, you know, give me a boost. So the Captain America throws her in the air as aliens are flying by at, like, a 1,000 miles an hour. And she just grabs on to the tail end of the alien flying thing, right? Could you do that? Could you do that? Like, can you do more than one pull up? Because, like, because that I kind of do. I think I could do two. Okay, so the, but that two. that kind of grip strength requires the ability to do like a thousand pull ups, right? So if you can do that, there's something special about you. So I googled it, and Natasha Romanoff has a modified version of the Super Soldier Serum. I knew that before I googled it, but to support <laughs> that information, I had to Google it, and I was right. And I don't know or remember why I know that. <laughs> the more you know da, 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 da. yeah <laughs> yeah but anyway I, I felt like that was a great story to open up the podcast with with the the law school bar exam story open we just we just spent 41 minutes talking about that story no we did the and the coffee company no yeah. Yeah, the coffee company was like 20 minutes yeah. the, okay. the law story the bar exam story was was the first 20 minutes. I just, you know, I can't imagine taking a test. Can you imagine taking a test that long? It's like... Th- I've taken long tests before, but not three days long. No. That's insane. No. no. Not even like a day long. Maybe like a couple hours at the most. Can you imagine what that must be like? Like you study super hard and then you take like a 10-hour test just to just to finish it and be like, oh, I got to go back tomorrow for another one. And then yeah. the day after tomorrow for another one. That's... That's three days of hell as far as I'm concerned. There's never a time where anybody takes all three of those tests and like, oh, I'm so glad I can't wait to do that again. Right? Like what kind of fucking sick-minded person would be like, oh, that would, that grueling exam was just so much fun. Like, yeah. Right. It's like, oh, I can't wait. That's, uh, I can't wait until that happens again. Right. That's some other point. That's, yeah. that's like – that's who turns out to be like a serial killer or something. Right? <laughs> but, but if you – tied it to fountain pens so if you made it like a complete fountain pen affair and you had did the whole entire thing writing in fountain pens and you trained beforehand and you had certain nib sizes and certain inks for different parts of the exam and different questions you were answering so you wrote you hand wrote out the question the answer would be in like green ink and then you would right. highlight the 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 bonus like extra words like the super legal words that you've are proud to know and these concepts and you would do it in like a different type of script and you would have your flex nib for the headers and you just and then you would just be like yes this magnificent manuscript is now done all right so completed it arm yourself if you had to take a gazillion hour test like gene gray did my friend gene gray did if you had to take a test for three fucking days and (laughs) you can arm yourself with fountain pens. What would they be for you? Well, I would also have to find out too, is uh, do I have to use like the blue exam books that have the shitty paper in them? No, like no, no. Any other test no, no, situation? No. The, or do I have to bring my own stuff? The only qualifier is that you have to take these horrific, just eye gouging exams for 10 hours a day for three days, but you can arm yourself with whatever paper, ink and pens Right, right. How, what would you arm yourself with? What would you take with you to this horrible experience 
What's that big pillow A behind you? I'm looking at this A the whole time. I'm thinking of like it's a it's an A. It's a pillow that says A. That's it. A like A. A. Hey. It's short for it's short for my son Anthony. It's probably his. Oh, brother. gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. It's just an A on the pillow. It's just an A on the pillow. Gotcha. So, what would you take with you? So, first thing I would consider is my my base of operations. What am I writing on? I would definitely pick. So, I would pick two things out of that. I would pick the endless recorder with the Tomoe River paper okay. to show some. Because, like, I'm a, I'm imagining if I'm writing that much, I could probably fill up a hundred and. 50 pages in three days like if i'm writing right. that much content for 10 hours a day or something right and th- but but to be able to like let's say outline because like you want to be able to like write coherently on these pages in a uh a, a follow an easy to follow format so like but you would want to do some outlining or scratch out ideas so for that I would have a rhodia staple pad like one of the ones that you could fold over like the legal style pads mm-hmm. Like maybe something was like eight and a half by eleven around those or nine by twelve or whatever. That way, it could have like some room just to do some like jot notes or just to write like a you know just ideas or or just a loose outline. You know, just be able to get some of that stuff in out of my head without it having to look you know like coherent on the paper, and then just save like the real answers for the notebook. Mm-hmm. Um, but then for the the pens, I definitely would go with. I have my Lamy two thousand. I would go for that because it is like one of the most comfortable and like best pens to like use while I, it's just, it just, it just fits so nicely in my hand. And it's just like, it just, it feels great to be able to write with that pen for a long so time. So the Lamy, and, two, and it holds a lot of ink. The Lamy 2000 has an MSRP of, I think $190 with retailers online. You can get it for about 175 for the Macrolon finish. However, you paid what, like $2 billion just for it to be blue. <laughs> <laughs> it's the exact same pen. It's just navy blue, and for that, you paid like 18 times the cost. I just throw that but out But you there. don't understand. Like the, what, the one thing that people fail to miss on that is, is that with those standard Lamy 2000 that they make day in and day out every year, when somebody, let's say, buys it, uses it, and then like wants to, let's say, get rid of it or trade it or whatever, that's just a generic Lamy 2000. You can't get anything more than what you paid out of it because now it's used i mean i could buy it brand new for 20 percent off the full msrp on the Mm -hmm. on the web or even lower than that if they go you know let's say germany or something like that right but with that with the 2000 in the Bauhaus or the brown one that was introduced this year that's special because it's limited edition it's a different color than the 2000 it's a collectible so i could use this pen for let's say five years and then decide all of a sudden, you know what, not for me anymore, or like I, I'm in really dire need for some some extra cash right now at the moment, I could liquidate that pen for more than what I purchased for it. Because it is a limited edition, they only made one run of it that way, and it's a different color than your standard edition. So that's that's the reason why I tend to justify the extra cost and say, you know what, it's worth it. It's even though it's more expensive and I'm getting the same writing experience it, because of the fact that they made X amount of it. It's a collectible. I could enjoy it for what it is. And if I will keep it till the day I die, then great. I keep it till the day I die. But I know that it's like much more valuable than just your everyday, you know, and, and that's what makes it extra special for me too. <laughs> super special. You got it because <laughs> it was blue. Yes, I did. I did. And and because <laughs> and all, I saw it all that information and all that justification 
means nothing because if all of that information and justification that you just spewed out in the last minute and a half didn't exist, you would have still got it just because it's blue. Mm-hmm. Well, also, I right? had an, ir- an irrational lust for this pen when I actually saw it being like made in the assembly room, like at at in Germany at at the Lamy factory, and I had no idea that no one had any idea stateside that this thing was coming, and I was the first one to see it like physically in person, and I was like I was like running wanting to run to the nearest ATM to get euros to like get this pen because I was like I need to have it because it is blue and because of the fact that I got to see it like first. And that just, to me, created that additional like irrational right. lusting after this. Would pen. you have really bought it then there if they, if they're like, All I right, would have, I, if they told me 500, 500 euro, whatever, I would have been like, I will go to the ATM. I will be right back. <laughs> How stoked would you be if they're like, All right, we're going to give you a prototype. <laughs> right that would have been it right there i would have been like an undying fan of lamy and just <laughs> were you yeah. were you getting like a ron burgundy moment with the optical illusion pants from the pants store in there <laughs> pants for the pants store i don't re- i don't recall the the reference oh so what's her name christina applegate is like mr burgundy you have an enormous erection. And he's like, oh. <laughs> don't pretend like you're not impressed. <laughs> it's, it's an optical illusion from the pants store. <laughs> now I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great movie. So, yeah. So you would bring with you paper. You'd bring so endless recorder to the fucking three-day-long test, which is now two in California. So it used to be three. Now it's two. But anyway, mm-hmm. it... You would bring an NS recorder. You'd bring what kind? You'd Lamy two thousand in navy blue. Okay, that's cool. What color ink? Yeah. Uh, well, that I mean, you said I could choose any color. Yeah. But like, I would probably opt for something that is going to be saturated enough for me to look at and to, but like not too, because I I can't have anything that's smeary, like a super sheeny type of ink. Uh, it needs to be kind of like middle of the road. Uh, sort of saturation um maybe even something with like a little bit of that shading going on so that would be kind of cool too um specifically though i mean i think i'm just gonna have to maybe just like wing it that day because like sometimes like i just look through my samples and i just start picking like whatever random swatch i'm like oh that kind of looks appealing today i just pick it i'm like oh it's you know uh, this this Tasha ink or this Pelican or Krishna or Diamine. It's just like there's. You well, know. you don't want to you don't want to go crazy because you're gonna spend the whole nine hours of the test trying to like pick inks and like drawing one letter. Uh, no, not this one. Let me wash this out and refill it with something else. You're gonna have yeah. your name halfway written by the end of the test. For me, I think I would probably bring with me, if it was one pen, I would probably bring a a spiral bound Rhodia. You know, like the loose leaf size one that's spiral bound. Right. And then I'll bring with me a bottle of, what was it? Carolyn Egypt. It's like an orange sparkle. Oh, with the shimmer? Yeah. I've been craving that ink recently. And I'll yeah. probably throw it in my Montegrappa Mia 450. Oh, because of the, that's yellow, golden yellow color. Too, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I probably would go with that, and yeah, I mean, I my, pup, my puppy is like is like whining because she wants to get out of her crate now. Oh, 
I because I, I I had them up here because uh, everybody was busy downstairs. I'm surprised so that they've been. Like... I've been been quiet. Can you point me to the they puppy? Have I want to see the puppy. Want to see the puppy? Yeah. All right. They're both gonna go crazy though. Oh, uh, oh! I can see them down there, and they look how cute. Pick them up so I can see them. Oh. Hello. <gasps> what a cute little doggy woggy. He's so cute. I love you. Just like. Why? Why are you talking to him? <laughs> Why are you not petting me? Oh, he's so cute. Pet me. Or she. Yeah, she. It's uh, it's Lucy. This is Lucy. Mm, they're so cute. So, yeah, she's alright. She's so cute. She's so cute. Oh, she doesn't like being held, I guess, huh? No, well, she's she's more interested. She wants to go downstairs now that she starts hearing like people talking and stuff like that. It's not as quiet, so she's like. Hey, I want to join the party. Hey, what did Slam you? Up what, here. what what games did you get your son for Christmas? Now that you already got it, he's got uh, he's got a NASCAR game. I don't remember what what NASCAR it is, but he just likes driving the NASCARs and like like crashing into everybody. <laughs> it was funny. He's not, he's not even about winning. I could see like he pulls away from the pack, and then you could I see him change the cam so that he could see the. He could see the cars coming up behind him, and then he and then he like waits for them to catch up so that he could just go like right in front of them and like hit <laughs> into them again. It's like bumper cars for him. He's like he's like yes, got him. That's funny, because I texted you. Were... I was like, I thought it was you playing the Switch on Christmas, mm -hmm. and you're like, yeah, he's that's my son playing a game he didn't get for Christmas. Yeah, games that he got like prior to Christmas, right. being that was like Castle Crashers and. He plays Rocket League all the time. He's still he, like, even though he got games and he got he got uh, that new Metroid game, Dread. Um, I forget what it's yeah uh, yeah. So whatever the new one is, yeah, like, Dread. He got the new one. That's the final and... chapter of Samus. Final final yeah. Metroid game. I was never into Metroid. The only one that I almost played. Apparently, through... my wife wasn't either because she was like, "What's Metroid?" I'm like, "You don't know what Metroid is? Like, Metroid's old school." I mean, I know what Metroid like, how do you is. I know what Metroid is. Of course, yeah. I know what Metroid is. I think I was I was thinking about it though. Metroid was way ahead of their time, right? Yeah. But yeah, because think about it. Late '80s, like game characters were always like dudes. They're like superheroes and stuff like that. You play through Metroid mm -hmm. to find out that she's a female. Like it was a now was Metroid did Metroid come out before Alien, the movie Sigourney Weaver, yeah Sigourney Weaver or did it or was it after I don't know I think it might have been after I don't know because you're saying like late '80s and I think that Alien came out like yeah somewhere in the '80s I forget but I think that that really rewrote the rules for like or it, it made it more inclusive to say it's like yeah we could have a, a strong female character in a sci-fi action she was you a, know, a type movie she was a bounty hunter but my thing is like are you really a bounty hunter if you're hunting aliens that just makes you a hunter right <laughs> i mean i mean did you think about that right like who are you collecting right like who are you like, yeah like what do you like would you finding a alien with an open warrant are you like you know what i mean like what do you what do you you're you're just a hunter. You're just hunting aliens because you don't like. And aliens. You're just killing them. You're not even bringing them back. Or right. You like just that. shoot them so, with you know. your arm. Like especially in in Metroid, she, her whole arm is a fucking cannon, right? Yeah. And then that's a good, actually I think I think I'm gonna get Metroid Dread. I think that's the next game I'm gonna get once I finish. I'm playing Donkey Kong Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. Also, that's a game that I've been sitting uh -huh. on for a long time. That I want to finish that in the Luigi's Mansion Three. Mm-hmm. But, like, those are games. Those are actual, like, to me, they actually feel like games. And it's like, 
I feel like the thing about Nintendo is they always cared about gameplay more than just gratuitous violence. And now, yeah. or, or and, and they they told a story too. Like they, it was yeah. easy to follow. It's easy to jump into. It's not overly complicated. It doesn't I, it doesn't require a vast amount of because I feel like a lot of these games, like especially the role playing games, like they require you to be like like so like like you have to develop this massive knowledge of like every little aspect of the game and, yeah. like, and like plot out and strategize it's like oh well you know i have to find this uh that's why i kind of went into with like league of legends i was playing that for free like earlier this year and i kind right. of went away from that but like but like you had to like watch you know tutorials and like how do we do like the best build for your character and and like here's the strategies and stuff i'm just like i like the games where you just pick them up and you just like you screw around, you just have fun. Yeah, I agree. It's just enjoyable. It's super easy to get into. I agree. I definitely agree with that. And then, you know, if it gets a little bit like, but nowadays, some of these RPGs, role-playing games, are just so intensive. It's like you have to learn this, like, system. And then you have Mm -hmm. to read these pages and do a tutorial. And it's like my friend, my friend Bart said, he's like, it's like nowadays, because he has a a five-year-old daughter and she plays on his Nintendo his Nintendo, his straight up legit generation one Nintendo. (laughs) And he's like, it's just two buttons. It's great. It's just directional pad and two buttons. But he's like, nowadays games, Mm -hmm. you gotta, you gotta know how to enter code just to take three steps to the left. And it's kind of true. And what I also notice now, and I'm realizing that more and more is people don't want good games with good stories. They just want HD violence. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, yeah, I enjoy video games, but it gets numbing after a while when it's just always just constantly. I realized that, especially when I was playing The Last of Us 2, because The Last of Us 2 and The Last of Us 1 connected with me on such an emotional level. And the story was so deep and the characters were so important that I realized like, wow, this is what a game should be. Not just running around and shooting as many of your buddies in the head as you possibly can. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like the humor in Paper Mario Origami King is it's just that game cracks me up every moment I play it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's a fun game. And it reminds me when I was younger, I bought this game on Game Boy Advance. It was Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. That was the first okay. game that I played that was an RPG. And it slowly builds up. So it's not like right from from jump. You have to learn this encyclopedia of terminology and monsters and stuff. But it was just funny. Mario and Luigi, like mm-hmm. literally when they talk, they just go, you know, like that, like that's just, you know, it's actually, I guess it could be offensive to actual Italians, right? Because, you know, it's just making fun of the Italian accent. And Luigi is like, you know, it's like, and then everything else is just text, right? But the, the comedy in the game is written so well. And I'm seeing that in Super Mario, I mean, Paper Mario and stuff like that. And it reminds me, it's like, I want to play a game that's fun. I don't want to just contribute to like, oh, I just want to kill in the highest resolution possible. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why I'm disappointed with Halo. I talked about why I'm disappointed with Halo today, right? Yes, okay. you did. Yeah. So. Yeah. We were playing actually um, the kids after after Christmas, of course, they have ha- like we took them to Best Buy because I had to buy a, t- a TV mount. And uh, and they spotted the Oculus Rift. Oh man! So, so the VR set. They were like, they're like, oh, you know, it's only three hundred bucks. If we both split it, we just use the money from savings, and we could both split and get it. I'm like, you just had Christmas. 
you just have all this and then you're like looking at other things to get now and so what happened was i, I was mentioning how you know how the how they were interested and then uh sal and kieran were like oh you know we have the uh we have the the older one that the kids don't use anymore do you want to just like borrow it for a while because like as i all let all anybody in the office wants to you know wants to borrow it for a little bit just to play around with it would you say because so, i like, text her right now and ask if i can borrow her oculus rift <laughs> <laughs> so we got it we got it right now we've been playing I, I, I like um those games are pretty there's some pretty simple games on there too uh beat saber oh, is like always fantastic popular. yeah it's it's so i was like i was like dude the hard mode it's like it's like actually like a decent like cardio thing oh it gets yeah you, it gets you going that's the positive yeah. thing like right like for it, it to be able to do so i think every fountain pen enthusiast who doesn't have time to work out should have Oculus Rift. And I think that your kids should have gotten that for Christmas. So shame on yeah, you for well, dropping I mean, the ball on that one. Poor, you know, oh, they, they, you know, Santa, what are you doing giving them rollerblades instead of Oculus Rift? I mean, come on. That was such a poor decision. Your your elves really dropped the ball on Yeah, this I one. know. Actually, rollerblades are probably, yeah. will probably behoove your kids more than an Oculus Rift. <laughs> I have the PlayStation VR, but I get nauseous. It makes yeah. me, yeah, because like if you're moving around, if you're what you're seeing is moving around and you're actually sitting still, I, I get really dizzy. So I can't play games where like the, you're moving around in a room. I can play a game where it's like VR and it's almost like a storyboard is in front of you and you can look over right. the edges of stuff and you can move the character around in front of you. But I was playing Resident Evil 7. First of all, that game is scary mm. as fuck if it's on a television. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on a television. Right. And you're sitting <laughs> six your feet. Face. But when you're in it like that and immersed with the headphones on and everything is in 3D sound, everything's in like virtual reality. I, I played that for like 15 minutes and I was like, fuck this. It's not happening. <laughs> I was like, well, just playing on a regular TV, I'm screaming, screaming like a little fairy, you know, but forget about <laughs> it. I was like, ah. My wife is trying to teach online. This is all last year during the pandemic, so she's teaching online and she's hearing me in the background. Ah! And that's without the VR head. Yeah, shrieking yeah. in the background. Ah! I'm throwing knives at the television. That's without the VR headset. <laughs> throwing knives at <laughs> yeah. the television. <laughs> yeah. So, but hey, listen, we have to say it because this, you know, in a couple of days, it's going to be the year 2022. Holy yeah, bejesus, 2022. So, for everybody listening. A heartfelt thank you for an awesome 2021. It was certainly better than 2020. 2021 has been very good to me. I hope it was also for you guys. And I hope 2022 is even better for you guys than 2021 was for you. As an, And we're not even going to compare 2020. 2020, as far as I'm concerned, didn't happen. It's a, it's just a, anything and anything, anything and everything like 2020 sucks so much ass. 2021 to me didn't suck so much ass. A lot of good things happened to me in my career, in my life, and we're, this is to hope it just gets better from here on out. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> even if even if 2021 like was even worse than 2020, but I I I don't know how you could possibly get to being that much more worse. But even if it did, like it, hopefully just 2022 will be start to coming up and out of things and seeing some sunny skies again you know some good optimism hope yeah you know that sort of thing yeah and obviously i know we didn't mention it but please don't forget to enter in the giveaway 
for our 100th episode celebration where you're going to write out one of your favorite quotes from the Pentertainment Podcast episodes between whenever and whenever. And just take a picture of it, <laughs> post it on Instagram, hashtag Pentertainment 100. Pentertainment 100. And mm-hmm. we're on January 16th. I'm going to post a video on YouTube announcing the winner. And the prizes will be as follows. It's going to be a Procyon by Platinum color of your choosing it's going to be a colorverse bottle of ink color of your choosing it's going to be a nebula note color and style of your choosing as well as a very special gift card i mean listen a 100 dollars gift card from gold spot pens is not too shabby as far as i'm concerned i think that's a fantastic you got a lot of, you got a lot of stuff for that money yeah and it's 100 dollars like like, is there a pen that you wanted to try but weren't sure about, right? And you went like, it's like, oh, I don't know about the, I don't know, I can't think of anything. Uh, I don't know. Maybe like the the Kielk, the Kielk epigram yes, or something like that. Yes, the Kielk or... pen or, or a pen that you just, you wanted to try and stuff like that. This is, this is $100 off of whatever it is that you want to try. Or, you know, it might be a $75 pen, then you can have $25 to, you know, put towards ink or something but it's a hundred dollars it's a hundred dollars worth of free stuff from gold spot pens basically is what it is but i had a question though i forgot to ask this last time okay so let's say someone buys a hundred dollar pen and they enter coupon code roy making it ninety dollars right can they use the mm-hmm. gift if it there's a gift card yeah so if they, if it apply if it applies if you use the if you use a, the coupon code on it then whatever so if it let's say it's a hundred dollar pen comes down to ninety and you use the the gift card on it you still have ten dollars okay cool card. that's cool that's cool so it it's it's so. it's legitimately just a hundred dollars in cash that you can't buy pizza with that's it right well, I mean we could maybe we might be able to arrange that we could work it out pizza, so I don't know we could work that's a lot out. of pizza but yeah. listen. This is going to go up, I think, tomorrow. It's, I think it's too late okay. right now. But in any event, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy 2022. Woo! Good job getting through <laughs> 2021 in one piece with your brain and mind intact. Thank you once again for joining us here on the Pentertainment Podcast. Thanks again for listening. I love you guys. Be well. Be safe. Stay inky. Stay inky.